Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let it rain! You remember the class where I taught y'all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. All All right, let's do this thing. It is July the 11th, 2019, and baseball is back tonight, at least one game. And uh, I know a lot of of the degenerates uh, out there, a lot of our uh, followers, friends, family. uh, Yeah, a little twitchy there last night is the only thing you had to look at was the ESPYs and the idea of betting on summer league basketball, even for the hardest degenerate, was, uh, was just unfathomable. So... Don't worry about it. Major League Baseball is on the way. Golf today, Wimbledon, hell, Saratoga is opening up. A little new horse racing meets. We got uh, a little bit of everything for you. Plus, talk a little college football here today. See if we can't uh, start pointing you in the right direction there. Just a couple of weeks, and I I, I still shake my head at it, Dane, going, I cannot believe it. Uh, Football is almost here. But I wanted to ask you, Dane, because last hour, and I was uh, was waiting for you to get your thought on this because Venmo Brian shocked me when I tell oh you boy. shocked me floor. Right. And the question on the table had to do with uh, last night. You uh, you may have noticed in the ESPYs, there was actually esports awards given ah. out. And I was uh, part of a, uh, you know, a Twitter post that somebody tagged me where they absolutely ripped the idea of esports that these are athletes, that these are not athletes, all right? These are these are dudes who play video games as not athletes. And that dude got buried by not just a couple of people, but I'm talking about gamers from around the world right. were, uh, were a little bent out of shape. So, you know, my point is, hey, athletics in general, especially on a professional level, is 80% mental to me because most of the guys you compete with they're all athletic on some level. So it's what can you do above the shoulder? So in your opinion, are esports participants, are they athletes like, I don't know, like golfers are athletes or like are poker players athletes for that matter? What do you, where do you draw the line when considering somebody an athlete or not, Dane? Because Venmo Brian yeah. doesn't consider them athletes. That's interesting. Um, here's the thing. For me, I think athlete, you know, is a very interesting word, right? Mm-hmm. Um, are they an athlete? I don't know if I would consider them an athlete, but I don't mean to say that to be disparaging at all, right? I think poker is a great is a great comparison, right? Mm-hmm. It's a game. I think it's a game. I, and so you're not necessarily an athlete if you play poker. I'm not trying to say that it's not challenging. I'm not trying right. to say that it doesn't take stamina. I'm not trying to say that it doesn't take mental fortitude, that you know, you're know you not training on some level because you are, the same as you are in poker. 
But, I mean, athleticism is not necessarily required, okay? Athleticism is required in golf. It is even required on some level in, in race car driving, okay? Mm. Um, I, so I think you are a gamer. That's why they're called gamers, right? They're playing a game. Um, so I don't know if I would call them athletes. However, to try to um, not get mentions on my timeline <laughs> and stuff, what I will also say is that I do believe it is completely legit for them to be, say, awards about this, college scholarships about this, to have it on TV. I think that is completely legit. Why? Because the marketplace is dictating that there's an audience for it, okay? Mm. And that, to me, is what dictates it. The same way people, like, want to see poker and so it's on TV, if people want to see these esports, put it on TV, give people scholarships. They may even make it an Olympic event and stuff like that. I'm okay with that. But I don't know that I would call them athletes because I just don't think athleticism is at, as required as much. Mental discipline, planning, that sort of stuff is required. But I wouldn't call them athletes because their athletic, the athleticism isn't there. But I do think it's valid. And if someone can make money doing it because someone will pay you, more right. power to you. It's... It's an interesting debate, and I love the, the the one thing I was blown away with watching the back and forth, because, you know, once you get in those timeline tags, like everybody, you get notified every 12 seconds. Right. Uh, people from around the world, and, and the guys defending gamers, mostly gamers themselves, uh, the passion involved with, like, like, yes, no, they actually, from what I could pull away, they consider themselves every bit an athlete as you know, a jockey or a NASCAR driver or, uh, you know, or a golfer going, you know, listen, we got a part of that whole mental fitness is physical fitness too, as well. Like, uh, even some of these, they were pointing out and posting pictures of some of these, uh, the top esports guys who, by the way, make seven figures, dude, like the amount of yeah. money these dudes are That's making it. is crazy. But they're also pointing out that a lot of these guys throwing out first pitches and games and stuff. They're very athletic, and I guess part of it is they're not 400-pound slobs with Doritos on their belly right. while they're playing a video game. Like Part of the whole thing of sitting in a chair and being mentally fit is that they have to be physically fit first. So I get the argument, but maybe more than anything else, I'm just simply blown away with where this sport is, where it yeah. started, and where you and I grew up from. And right. what what is going on right now with esports to the point where the ESPYs are handing out awards to actual, you know, to FIFA players like I can't believe I'm even saying it. You know yeah. what I mean? I do. I do. And that's the thing. I, I would say that less athleticism is required. I think the jockey is another interesting uh, kind of comparison, mm. the poker player. But, you know, I am not going to be disparaging and say like, oh, no, it's not. You know, it's not a sport. Right. I think it's I think it's okay. And to be honest, in this capitalistic society, Joe, if there's a market for it, then great. You know, if someone's gonna pay you to do right. it, like the guy Ninja, right, from Fortnite makes like a million dollars a month or whatever Crazy. it is. If people are gonna pay him for it, great. If people are gonna pay you to be an ad a sponsor for it, great. Juju Smith Schuster, by the way, Joe, is yes. real big into gaming and I think is like a, a spokesperson for one of those main, like, equipment companies, okay? And so I think it's a capitalistic way, right? If, if there's a market for it, hey, then it's valid. I just think it requires less athleticism, maybe more mental focus. 
Love that. All right, here we go. No gamers here. Although we are gamers. We're going to make some money for you here today. We're going to make it rain as we get you ready for the weekend ahead. Next, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America. I got a... uh got ourselves here a, uh, a breaking news story that can this is the kind of stuff that comes across my phone ask me why i have no idea but apparently a uh, a woman is recovering after having a heart attack while overdoing it at a swinger festival in the keys so uh we want to wish her a very speedy recovery as uh what exactly as- does overdoing it mean <laughs> 
in this context. I can't. That's what they and they put that in quotes. Overdoing it. She overdid it at a swinger friend. Now, no word on uh, the participants at the, how they all are doing, but she apparently is uh, iced up and ready to get back in there. I, that is just blown. What was the away. actual yeah. injury, though? What was the actual injury? She like a heart went, attack. Heart attack. Heart, yeah, heart attack. Yes, heart attack. Uh, after she was overdoing it, uh, that is what one witness said that she was quote overdoing it here at the uh, festival in uh, in the. That's why I don't go to the Keys very much, Dane. I got to tell you, gotcha. man, it's. Uh, you just don't know what you're going to see here, brother. You really don't. Stick to Miami. Don't go to the Keys when you come down here for yeah, the we gotta uh, talk for soon. Bachelor. Yeah, we which is coming up about when is that, that, by the way. Nah, it's, we got a ways to go. We got a ways to go. We're going to do it uh, in Jack. We're going to do a Martin Luther King weekend, I think. Okay, AFC, right. NFC Championship so some- game. But I did have well, one of my groomsmen literally call me not last night being like, hey, so what are you thinking? You got to put a list together. Send it out. And I was like, bro, we got like seven months, you know? And he was like, listen. I'm doing this because I'd rather think about this than the rest of my life. So just let me have this. And I was like, okay, no problem, yeah. bro. I'll put you in touch with my man, weddings. Joe Ranieri. He's yep, got, uh, yep. he wants to get some yep. leads on hotels and sports bars and stuff like that. Yep. And I got to tell you, it's it's always like, it's the best part about weddings and, and this type of situation here is that it's always about the dudes who are I already married, right. hate their life. And this is like the thing kids. for them. Yeah, exactly. bachelor parties are never about the dude getting married. It's about the right. married guy going to the bachelor party there, who gets to take the handcuffs out. off. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, they get the hall exactly. pass for the weekend or whatever it so is. So true. Know? He is uh, soon to be married, Dane Martinez. I'm Joe Ranieri here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Guys, welcome in. As uh, we are getting ready to rev up again in the world of sports, Major League Baseball second half is uh, is on the way here, guys. I promise you one game here tonight. That being Texas and Houston, we'll talk a little bit about that. Of course, some strategy uh, also moving forward here. Some of the second half uh, trends and angles maybe you want to take a look at certainly early on uh, over the next week because outside of the actual All-Stars who are in Cleveland, Dan, it's been a week for guys. You know, they, they get this little time off here. They go home. They get to hang out with the families. They get to realize how much they enjoy being away from the family. So there are some trends that we've noticed over the years uh, in Major League Baseball. The first couple of games and this weekend right out of the bat for those that are coming off of a layoff. So we'll share those with you. But I did see this story and then and I was fascinated. By I guess the Houston Astro pitchers just don't care, man, like Verlander, he's going to tell you what he thinks. He doesn't care. Balls are juiced. I don't care, Rob, man, for it. You're a liar. So on and so forth. Garrett Cole also uh, doesn't seem to have a problem telling people what he thinks. And I love what Garrett Cole did here because he is suggesting and he had argued in a piece on USA Today that people who buy tickets to Major League Baseball games, whether it be season ticket holders or just the dude looking to buy a Tuesday night games, they should absolutely always be guaranteed by spending their money to see the best product on the field, Dane. And his point is he feels at least 50% of the league doesn't give a blank about winning or having their best players on the field. And he said, what are we doing here, guys? Like, what are we doing? Give me a break. Now, much easier to say when you're on, you know, the Houston Astros and you are going to be fighting for a chance to go to the World Series. 
But he does bring up a valid point. Teams like the Orioles, the Marlins, Royals, Tigers, Blue Jays, Mariners, they've obviously committed to rebuilding, uh, uh, which is fair. I get that. But at times, it certainly does, Dane, appear that we're calling up a guy to do this. We're sitting this guy. Are they really always putting their best foot forward? Is tanking an issue? And will it be an issue, in your opinion, in the second half in Major League Baseball? Absolutely. Absolutely, it will. You know, um, and we've been saying this in every sport. I've, I've called it the race away from the middle. And here's the way I think it Here's the way I think it plays out, okay? And let me get this straight. I've said this before. You've said it before, Joe. When we talk about tanking, that does not mean that the players on the field are not trying hard. That's not mm. what this means. This means things like the front office not going for it by signing guys. This means things like the managers, oh, I don't know, letting the kids play. Like, you can have a valid argument that if you're not contending, what you want to do is get experience for some kids that will be part of the future of your franchise or putting them out there so that other teams can see them and they become more marketable via trade. Those are valid things, but they're just strategies that are not for now that are longer term strategies. And I think that's part of what tanking is also when the team organization, the brain trust, the management is taking a long view of that. Right. And so If you look at it that way, the idea of playing kids is part of that long view. But yes, I think it will have an impact because you're going to see that. You're going to see some spot starts from kids that come up. You're going to see when they expand the rosters, that sort of thing. So yes, I do think it'll have an impact. And what I was mentioning and I was asking you before is the place I think it might have an impact is not even game by game, but as you look at series prices, you know, when you have some of these teams that have fallen out of it, I might fade them in the series price. You've said on any given game, the Orioles, the Marlins, the the Mariners, they can win. But I think it would be a lot harder for them to win series, let's say, on the road or something like that. When I know one of those starts are going to be like some kind of kid or an opener or something like that. So I think series price might be the way to go. (laughs) Are they. Are teams. Cutting their nose off despite their face, Dane, from the standpoint of, listen, we still make a lot of money at the gate, generating people to buy tickets and come and see our baseball team locally. Are yeah. we are we killing the prospect of the future knowing that if a guy, listen, spends a couple hundred dollars to take his kids to a baseball game on a Thursday or Friday night or heading into the weekend, and, you know, you can't identify anybody on the field. They get blown out 13 to 1 because nobody really seems to give a crap. Are, are you killing, will, will that guy go, well, don't worry about it, we'll get him next year or we'll get him next game? I mean, are you are you alienating more fans than actually enticing them to invest in the team? Because it is a double-edged sword. It is. Um, I don't think so, right? Like the old, the old adage of like, you know, the dad taking his son to a game for the first time and stuff. The kid, like, sure, they want to see Aaron Judge. Sure, they might want to see that star. But the kid's experience is going to be the random things they remember, right? And so I don't know that that's at risk per se. Um, What I would say is, yeah, if you know you're going to see a bad product on the field, it's a little demoralizing, right? But I think the experience of going to the baseball game is still the experience. I don't think you're going to keep fans away per se. Those same fans know that that team is bad. You're not buying tickets for their games in September anyway. You know, like when I look at the schedule for the Yankees, I'm like, oh, okay, they'll be in a pennant race. 
But if I was a, you know, if I'm a Mariners fan, I'm not looking for that anyway. That's why teams, I think, do interesting promotions. I think I told you last year, you know, my team, the Padres, you know, they had a promotion where you pay 100 bucks and you get to go to unlimited games until you see the Padres win. I think it was like five times or something like that. And that's nice. a creative promotion that I think the Padres are doing that other teams can explore. You have your promotional days, you know, things like that. And I think teams are starting to get smart to mitigate that exact risk, Joe, of it being like, oh, what am I going to see here? You know, just a bunch of call-ups. Um, so they try to make the experience of going to the game better. And that random six-year-old who it's their first game, they're going to remember it regardless. Yeah, no, it is. It's a matter of uh, moments, that's for sure. And as long as uh, they can bring their phone in and post to Instagram, right. I think they're going to be go. okay they can still get anyway. They and put it on yes. uh, Instagram. They'll be fine. I do think the interesting part here is I, I do think there's a theme arising from what Verlander said, now what Cole said, and uh, some of these other players. The collective bargaining agreement in 2021, there, oh, yeah, there is some real. animosity between players and yep. ownership right now. So yep. it's going to get good. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens in 2021. All right, we'll talk about some of these uh, some of these upcoming games this week. Is there a strategy? We'll share it with you coming up, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah, they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah, we still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first cleaning. For more information, go to MadeSailors.com. That's MadeSailors.com. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. 
the Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. your hand guys who would like a uh, I don't know not one but two risk free wagers of up to $1,000 if uh, if it's you then good news head over to pointsbet.com forward slash grid open yourself up a points bet sports wagering account enter the promo code grid get yourself those two risk free bets of up to $1,000 do it today because in addition to traditional betting love this about points bet they offer their own betting concept where customers well, you guys are rewarded by how much you win your bet by. So let's say you wanted to take Ohio State laying three, but they end up, uh, I don't know, winning by 11. Well, then you're going to receive 11 times your bet. How cool is that? It's pointsbet.com forward slash grid, promo code grid. Get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply Make sure you check out the website for details and want to welcome you in here to make it rain on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network as we get ready. Uh, the slowest time of the year was uh, yeah. was this week in the world of sports, but it will it will ramp up. Still got a little Wimbledon action going on here. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Serena will take uh, center court today on her way, hoping to make it to the finals on her way to another championship. Uh the big three tomorrow, including Federer and Nadal against each other at Wimbledon, Djokovic in the other match. Uh, it looks like one way or the other, we'll probably going to have two champions from that list of four there. Serena, Djokovic, Nadal, Federer. One, one, two of those uh, four are probably going to be uh, holding up Wimbledon trophies there as winners. We'll have to wait and see. Major League Baseball one game tonight. You got a little golf going on right now at the John Deere Classic. But next week, of course, the British Open, full slate yeah. of baseball this weekend. So plenty going on here. You, we've, uh, you'll get right back into it. And then before you know it, of course, baseball uh, will be here. Uh, not baseball, rather football, uh, college. Training camps and open next week. NFL, absolutely. They will be here. But I did see this uh, too, uh, Dan, and, and we had talked about it, I think, when we, we knew it was coming. And we knew they were going to be um, they were going to be diving into it. And I didn't realize it was happening this quick. But the Independent Atlantic League uh, has just become the first American professional baseball league 
to let a computer call balls and strikes. And we, we knew it was coming. We did the story, I believe, back in February. Yeah. We knew they had announced it did. Well, I completely forgot about it. It's here. Uh, they actually employed the robot umpires yesterday in its all-star game. And I guess what happened was the guy, there was obviously still an umpire at home plate, but he had an earpiece that was connected to an iPhone in his pocket. And that would relay the call from the computer. They call it a TrackMan computer system. It uses a Doppler radar. And every time the ball would be pitched, it would instantaneously notify him in his earpiece, whether it was a ball or a strike. He crouched in his normal position behind the catcher. So the ump is still behind the plate. Still behind the plate. He's just not calling it himself. He is calling it based upon what he is being told in the earpiece, which, from what I understand, was pretty instantaneous. So you wouldn't know from a fan standpoint that, oh, he's waiting for the call. Apparently, using that Doppler radar, apparently it was uh, it was just like it was as if he was calling it by himself. So um, crazy to think questions. that. I have questions. Yeah, I, so do I, <laughs> to tell you the truth. I, I do, too. Go ahead. Let's so this see was we just balls and strikes, though? Just balls just and strikes? Just balls and strikes, yes. So it wouldn't be like foul tip on a third strike, something like that? Uh, no, no. They, would, it would they wouldn't be able to call ball, that, yeah. right? That's correct. Yes. And they wouldn't be able to call check swings? No. Right? Strictly. Okay, yep. Straight up just balls and strikes. Straight up balls and strikes. Now, there were a couple of times, from what I understand here, where there was a little delay, where the catcher mm-hmm. and the batter was like, what, what is it, dude? Was what it a ball? Yeah. And the, and the ump's just sitting there going, I don't know, I'll wait for the ball. Give me a second. I'll wait for I got to see call. what the guy tells me. Right. I'll see what it is. But. Um, they were, I mean, there wasn't really any major hangups as far as that outside of maybe a delay of a couple of seconds here or there. Also, there was nobody, the pitcher on the mound had no idea it was being used. Oh, so the the guy on the the pitchers had no idea. And I I think they did this on purpose because right to see if there was any real difference. And you know what? Nothing. After the game, the guy could not believe that. What are you telling me? You, you mean he wasn't calling? He had no idea that the guy wasn't, the ump wasn't calling balls and strikes. So dare I say, I don't know, man. I don't. So here's the thing. Oh. The other thing is like, what was then, what was the computer programmed to call a ball or a strike? Like, we know that technically, Joe, and you played, right? Technically, right. isn't it like the letters to the knees? But you know damn well that that high strike is not getting called these days, right? right? But if the program, the robot is programmed to like be like, that's the strike zone, then it wouldn't know that nuance, right? And it would, it would call those strikes. And that's where I think the difference would come, the high strike. Um, because most human umpires, and I can't believe I'm saying this now, human umpires, they don't call that pitch, right? And right. so I wonder if that's the way it would be called. I also, you know, sometimes pitchers, I mean, human umpires, give you, you know, the black and an inch off the black kind of thing, you know? So I would wonder what was set as the strike zone if they're following the letter of the law, because that's a little bit differently than how it's actually called. You know what I mean, Joe? Yeah, well, he had said, the umpire had said, listen, I, I, this isn't 100% here. We're just testing this out. He said, so I have to go back there because I have to, let's say, you know, it's still, it's still a machine. It's still a radar. 
He said, the came, you know, have the ability thing, to override the call. Right, exactly. That's what he said. I've got to be able to go. If I know the pitch is a foot and a half outside, but it calls it a strike, I got to be able to over. I got to make that right. I got to be able to override it. Uh-huh. So he said, that's why. That's why he was there behind the plate. He used it as a as a benchmark, but he was willing and prepared to, in case it did screw up, ball in the dirt, a strike, something like that. He was prepared to correct that call. So, do they have uh, any stats oh, on if that happened? Like, did he no, override it did not, any of the yeah. pitches in this game? Yeah, did not. Uh, he okay. said that they're still in the process of trying to. Obviously, you know, they're going to tweak it. There's what? not. They can't 100% trust it. But he said, for the most part, outside of maybe a delay here or there, he said it was actually a a success. So, listen, they're all gonna baseball will go baseball purists will go absolutely ballistic if this continues uh, the movement, man. I, I I don't I think they will go crazy. But isn't it ultimately what we want? Are you okay if it's just balls and strikes? Are you okay if they tried to implement something like this on the uh, on the pro level? Uh, I, you know, I think they'd have to iron out a lot of kinks, like we talked about, uh, that stuff will come up, but you know, ultimately, yeah. sure, I'm okay. I think they should be the human uh, person there just to override it, like you said, or something like that. But I'm okay with them trying things out, okay, especially right. at the minor league level. You know, you talk about another thing they've been trying out, you know, like in the extra innings, I think in the World Baseball Classic, they had that with a guy starting on second base. Remember that yes. in extra yes. innings. I think that's interesting. And then you mentioned this was the Atlantic League. I heard they were starting something else, Joe, which I'd love to get your take on. Hey, Joe, you played ball, right? You played baseball. If sure. uh, if it's strike three and the catcher drops it or if it goes to the backstop, what do you do? You run to first, right? Um, you know, they are trying the idea of allowing hitters to steal first base at any point in the count. If the ball gets away from the catcher, you can take a chance and try to get to first. Um, and not just on strike three. Like if it's a 1-1 count and the pitch gets away, it's a wild pitch, a pass ball, you can go and you can try to steal first. Um, they might, they're going to try and implement that as well. And I think it's the Atlantic League or one of the independent leagues as another try to, uh, you know, uh, trial and error kind of thing. What do you think about that? I uh I I think that's hilarious. Could you imagine where guys, you know, the pitcher he one hops like it and count. Right. yeah, and, and he just takes off to first and uh I boy oh boy, would that keep people on their toes? It's like a call third strike that gets away. You can go. They're saying yes. they're going to try that. You can go at any point during the uh during the at bat. So I think that's pretty interesting. Uh, I but like <laughs> like you said, robot umps, the guy on second base. You know, these are all things that. They're trying. They're testing. I'm okay. You say you also love how, like, the NFL will evolve, will listen, you know, that sort of thing. So I'm okay with them trying it in these uh, minor leagues. It'll have to be really uh, solidified and working well for a few years before they uh, put it in Major League Baseball. Wow. I got, you know what? I like, I like the idea. And like you said, I love the idea that they are willing to try these types of things at a minor league level because let's see how it works, right? I mean, I'm uh, I'm going to look for the footage from this game here later today because I want to actually see for myself. Was there was it noticeable that this guy was actually being fed the balls and strikes? Was it uh, was it a situation where some of them were still iffy? And, you know, as well as I do, they probably have the box up there. Somebody had to somebody had to have programmed that to identify what right. the hell the strike zone is. Right. The zone was exactly. And what? that's why I think it is. Do they yep. include, you know, do they include the, the, the right here? 
You know, I right. got my 314 shirt, wrote yes. what I represent. And it's different you know, for a dude who's 5'8 right. versus a dude who's 6'4, isn't it? Right. Yep. Right there. That's what we're looking at. Hey, yep. right there. You yep. know? So yep. uh, we'll see. And it's about how it's programmed, you know? But part of it is, and that's part of it, Joe, you know, when we're betting, right, sports investors, who the ump is is something we look at, right? Do they have a big ump? Do they have a big zone? Are they a pitcher zone? That sort of thing. So uh, I think it would be interesting, and they would have to program it, you know, and let everybody know, okay, now we're calling it by the letter of the law, and then watch the high fastball make its return to Major League Baseball. Yeah, I'm, uh, and it's coming, man. You know it as well as I do. It's, uh, it's coming. But kudos to the Atlantic League. And kudos to MLB for trying to evolve and not be stuck in the rearview mirror like they have for so many years. So we'll see how that goes. Also, Major League Baseball game tonight and full slate tomorrow. Should you be betting favorites anymore? One trend you got to know about. We'll share it with you. Let's make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It's changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to fanduel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at fanduel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to fanduel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. 
Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100.com. That's thebestdate100.com. One more time, thebestdate100.com. I don't know what's worse, this song or the fact that I know Asia does it. I'm, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm confused there. Yeah. Oh, St- was it Sticks or Asia? Sticks? Sticks. Even worse. Mr. Robato. Welcome in here, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Speaking of uh, being robotic, uh, the All-Star break has come and gone. Major League Baseball second half, Dane. It's it's very interesting this year. We told you about how some of the uh, Major League Baseball players, including Garrett Cole, have come out and been like, this is terrible. Like, there are so many teams tanking in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Like, what the hell are we doing? Well, it's good and it's bad. If I spent $500 uh, on tickets and hot dogs and beer and everything else to go to a game and the team sucks, well, that's pretty bad. If I'm a sports investor, well, there's opportunity there. If I know the motivation, Dane, and we always talk about motivation, right? Well, if I understand the motivation on one side of a two-team situation, well, that means there's some opportunities to profit. And you've got a game tonight. You're going to have a full slate back in action uh, over the weekend here in Major League Baseball. Now, we do know. That outside of the handful of all-stars that went to Cleveland, Dan, for the most part, everyone's had time off, right? right. I mean, it's most of the uh, most of the uh, players, they go home, they go away, yeah. they unwind, they do a couple of things, kind of recharge the batteries and good to go. Now, what we do know is that immediately following the all-star break, well, we know, listen, all year long, we told you favorites have been crushing it, right? Almost, mm-hmm. almost 60% clip favorites winning. Straight up here all year long in the first half. So it's been a favorites kind of year. It's not that hard to figure out. And I think the fact that you've got so many teams in a race, to put it uh, the way you you described it, in a a race away from the middle, it's not a real shock that you've had so much success, 60% or so favorites actually winning games. So you got to figure out, all right, now that we've, uh, now that we know the first half that, favorites have dominated what do we do especially now over the next game or so tonight and and friday what do you do with these teams coming back well what history tells us is that there is yes we know it's been it's been a favorites kind of first half but there is probably no other day on the calendar year where if you are ever going to blindly bet a favorite than what this is tomorrow the next day take the favorites they are the most profitable group the day after the break the beginning over the last 20 years in fact close to 67 percent favorites have dominated coming out of the all-star break the next Mm. the very next game so you've got houston tonight as a favorite over texas 
But tomorrow you're going to, you know, if you look across the board there in the full slate, you're going to have 15 games. There has never been, there is no more profitable, blindly bet a favorite day than the day after the All-Star break. And I think there are some, and I do think there's some contributing factors there. Number one, I think bullpens are well-rested. They're fresh. So the better teams often have the better bullpen. So I, I think those guys got their batteries recharged. They're ready to rock and roll. And I think let's compare the mindsets, Dane, of somebody coming in now, right? You get a week. It's like vacation, right? Let's right. say you hate your job. You hate, you know, the building. You, you, you go on a week. You're supposed to be all charged up. And then that first day back to work, you're like, oh, God, I remember why I don't want to be here. Like, I, you know, like this is awful. And I do think that's it. I think it's it's tougher for guys on the Tigers or the Royals or the back the, the Mariners to get back up, right? To get going. Meanwhile, if I'm the you're Astros or the Dodgers, yeah, then right? you're I mean, at the bit. Let's get back at it. Let's finish the job. So I think it makes sense, and I love the idea of understanding why certain percentages and certain trends are what they are, not where it's just well, I, you know, hey, that's that sounds great. I have no idea why. This makes sense to me, and I and I think when you have that kind of TNA, when you have that kind of trend and angle, you should definitely look at it and consider it because the guys on the Dodgers, the Yankees, they want to get back at it because they know the job's not done. But can you really back the Royals, Tigers, Mariners, Ori? Can you really do that right off the bat in Game One on the way back, Dane? No, I mean I think I think you make a good point in terms of the motivation, right? Like the people. The teams who are in contention, they're chomping at the bit. They want to get back at it. They know that they got a job to finish. They're excited by the return, right? Whereas, you know, some of these other teams that you mentioned that are cellar dwellers, they're like, they're already, you know, booking their tea times for, you know, early October or somewhere in the Caribbean kind of thing, you know, and they're just looking forward to their next vacation. So I can see that difference in enthusiasm in excitement, in motivation. I agree that the idea that the bullpens are rested, so are the starting pitchers. For the most part, you get to reorganize your rotation. So you got aces going again, you know, in that first day. So I think that does make sense. But, Joe, here's the problem. You know, and you say that generally for the full slate of games that starts tomorrow. You were telling me, though, that the Texas Rangers were like the most profitable team so far in the first half. So I was looking at, look, I was looking at the Rangers – they're playing the Astros tonight. The Astros are minus 135, but it's Lance Lynn on the mound for the Rangers. And then you got Valdez, Framble Valdez on the mound for the Astros. So this kind of looked like a, a time where I might ride the plus number on the Rangers at home with Lynn on the mound. Uh, listen, I don't uh, I don't blame you there because that's uh, that's the way I'm leaning as well. But it, like oh, okay. I said, 66, 67 percent ain't 100 percent. So there's okay. always going to be those outlier teams. The Rangers happen to have been one there. But I think when you're looking at, and if you're somebody, and Dane has told you in the thing, the idea of laying $2, $3 on a favorite uh, is not necessarily something that uh, a lot of people have the stomach to do. And that's fine. I looked at the run lines as well. Let's say you don't want to lay the monster number, right? But you know what? You and I both know, Dane. If you look at the run lines, the minus one and a half, that usually affords you some better odds, right? Yeah, absolutely. So are is it more profitable there to maybe look at, hey, I got a $2 favorite here. I don't really want to do it the day after. Well, maybe there's nothing more profitable, Dane, than actually backing any favorites minus 150 or less 
back them on the run line, Dane, the amount of money they have made over the last 15 years is absurd. So if you've got that minus 140, minus 135 favorite, and you're like, ah, it's still a little too pricey for me, take them on the run line, guys. Take them on the run line. It has been unbelievably profitable, almost to the tune of 68% on the run line for favorites up to, or under, rather, minus 150. So you see those tomorrow, Dan. You don't want to lay a minus minus 145. You don't want to lay minus 150. Take a look at the run line. Been extremely profitable, man. Interesting, interesting. Um, yeah, that may be the way I do it. I've been going with this minus one and a half on things like Walker Bueller starts and stuff like that anyway. Yep. So I like that. And, you know, you just hope for not the one-run game. Hey, Joe, I'm in the chat room. And mm-hmm. uh, our fearless leader, Mr. Cardano, was chiming in on our previous conversation on the esports. Yeah. I got a question for you. You know, we mm-hmm. talked about things like jockeys, poker players. He's, he wants to know, um, are chess players athletes? It's the same question. I mean, it's the yeah, same it's thing because right? it's the mental aspect of it. How how much how much I guess weight do you give a professional athlete? How much do you how much actual athleticism do you have to put into right. something to be considered it? Because is can it the be, athleticism is there, right? Yeah. I mean, listen, the math that it takes to do in your head to be a poker player, a world champion poker player, it takes a little long. We all know that. But at the same time, that stamina that to be that sharp for that long uh, is that is that athletic. Can you consider mental Olympics and stuff like that? Yeah. Athletic. I mean, how much weight do you give the mental aspect in sports? Do you consider that to be is the brain a muscle? Right. Is the mind right. a muscle? Like, exactly. you know, in all these other sports, the NBA, you're using your muscles, right? Yeah. And that's how what we think about an athlete. Right. right. How are you defining an athlete? Yeah, that's what I'm taking. Like, I would say that these things require less athleticism, but I could, I, you know, like, are they? All right, Dane, pull out the Webster. Tell me what the definition, like, pull it, let's see what the definition of an athlete is. Yeah. And the these dictionary. Things that, you know. Requiring athleticism is different than requiring, like, focus or discipline, you know, or stamina. Right now, Avatars is also saying, I guess doctors and scientists are athletes too then. And that's the slippery slope. And I, I kind of agree with what Avatars is saying here. You know, right. like, I, I don't think it requires athleticism. I think it, requ- you know, mental acumen and focus and discipline and strategy that if you think that that is different than athleticism, and that's where you draw the line that I'm okay with people saying they're not athletes, but you can, they can still be not athletes and you can still respect uh, the game in essence, right? You can still respect the difficulty of the game or the sport, quote unquote, right? And I think that's the kind of, that's the needles we are trying to thread here. But uh, yeah, we'll look up actual athlete, uh, the Webster's Dictionary over the break and we'll, uh, I, th- I think we're sensing a poll question here, Joe. I think we're sensing a poll question for tomorrow. I have a question. What's up, Venmo B? Is there, uh, like, banned substances in, like, poker? Can I, like, take an Adderall? Ooh, Adderall. Yes. That would be, like... That's a good question because, yeah, yes. if I go to a job interview, I need me some Adderall, right? What do you think, Joe? Is that banned? No, it's not, and it's absolutely uh, it's absolutely a big part of uh, what's going oh, on right. there. It's, so, it's what's yeah. used, yeah. Yeah. So then, it's you know, what, it's... sport because then that should be a banned substance, like... Steroids. Well, no. Venmo B makes a good point here, Joe. 
I think that's no. A very it's good only point. it's only a detriment if there's not a level playing field when some can use it and some can't. And no, if everyone is allowed, if it's a part of the thing where there's no rules against it, that means everyone's everyone has an opportunity right. to do it. Then it's not. Right, it's but, not I a, point, so but I think the point. But I think the point is, then. how could it be a sport? Right. Like, how could it be a sport if you're allowed this kind of stuff? Well, you guys are making two different arguments. Is it are, an athlete is what? Not a sport, but what is an athlete? Is an athlete somebody that mentally has to be fit and capable, or is it strictly from a physical standpoint? Miriam, good over here. Good old Miriam Webster here. Yeah. Definition of an athlete, a person right. who is trained or skilled in exercises, sports, or games that require physical strength, agility, or stamina. Or stamina. The word stamina, then. That's Listen, it. stamina. You don't need stamina uh, you know. to sit down at a table. There's no way. Yes, you do. Yes, no, you do. Trust me. Yeah. I, have had, <laughs> I have been there. I have been there at casinos playing poker tournaments literally for like 10 hours, okay? And that kind of thing, Venmo B, like you are sitting there for a lot of time, right? But then when you're on, you got to run all these permutations, these percentages. You know, you're you're constantly, even if you're not playing in the hand, you're reading the tendencies and tells of others. It, 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 It is draining. I will say that. It is draining. You do need stamina. Like the idea of the physical aspect is not there, but... You do need training for that kind of for that kind of uh, that kind of setting. You really do. Oh, she's got. Once they put the word stamina in there, it does change everything, doesn't it? Because it really yeah. does. Now all of a sudden, yes, you need. And they the, said not the, sports. They said games also. Games, sports, games using uh, either you know physical fitness or stamina. Man, oh man. That's where the race car driver comes in, right? Where the jockey comes in, the race car driver. That's where it's endurance, for instance. Yeah, I'm sensing a poor runner's athlete. Ah, Yeah, this is interesting. GME sports guys throwing everything up. Marathons are definitely sports. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to victory as you swing for the fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. 
Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this network can get a risk-free bet up to $500. Here's how it works. First, create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, then make a deposit and place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Act quickly. This offer won't be around forever. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321-321. Lose weight now. Go to Fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at Fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to Fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to Fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to Fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's Fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. There'd be nothing better for me to come on the show today and crap all over Cleveland and say Miami was the better venue for the All-Star game. That was not the case. Cleveland seems to have come through. Their sports fans are very passionate. They care about their players. There's only one problem with Cleveland, as we know. It's outside of that championship that LeBron James, when he was with the Cavs, brought to them. City of Cleveland don't win all that much. Weekdays, noon to 2 p.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. So can Major League Baseball continue to score runs every game and uh, and give betters the opportunity to profit to the over? The trend for the first four months has just been five months of the season is crazy. Started out with uh, with about eight runs a game in March and April. That hit almost nine runs in May. Nine and a half month runs in June. And here we go, getting ready. And, and just a few games we had in July, it was close to 10 runs per game. So, Weather getting warmer, balls fly out even more. Yeah. So if you keep that in mind, <clears throat> second half, as you're taking a look at these totals, no, two things. Number one, the markets are adjusting. <clears throat> so yeah. in the beginning, uh, you had an opportunity to profit a little bit, as uh, certainly in the first couple of months, because the markets didn't adjust to the scoring and the juice ball. But now it's almost impossible. I mean, just uh, the couple of games in July where we almost had 10 runs a game, there's not a whole lot of a lot of profit there to the over there, Dane, because the markets are yeah. just, they are investing. But keep in mind, uh, it's 
you know, this idea of tanking in the second half, depending on the games, the totals might be high, but boy, oh boy. I mean, you you look at Coors Field and some of those right. places, Arlington. Like tonight. Like we just talking about tonight, <laughs> yeah. the total is 11, Joe, and I don't think I care. You know, I exactly. mean, you got this guy exactly. Valdez on yep. the mound. We know the ball's flying out in Arlington. It's the Houston Astros, for God's sakes. We know they got yep. pop. Like, I don't think I care. I might take over tonight on 11. Yeah. And it's funny. Back in 2006, Dane, overs, including playoffs, only hit 44% of the time. Isn't that crazy, man? And here we are. Happening just about 58% of the time here. Just nuts. Absolutely nuts. All right. Final hour coming up. Make it rain. Fantasy Sports Radio Network.